So, I'm with Matt West. Hello. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, which was cool because we kind of we we bumped into each other. Matt's um, I know Matt a, 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 a fair old while. We've mm-hmm. done re- done the retail together, yeah. uh, so to speak. Um, and then I thought it'd be quite cool. As I say, normally we go. I talk to crew and people like that, but every so often it's nice to talk to the people who, who, who create the music as well sometimes. So for those that don't know, uh, Matt is in the band Neck Deep. He mm-hmm. plays the guitar for, for the band Neck Deep. Well, I hold a guitar. I wouldn't go as far as playing yeah. it, maybe. <laughs> he, he basically he, he warms the guitar yeah. up <laughs> for someone else. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's, a, he's, a, he's a coat hanger for the yeah. band Neck yeah. Deep. Yeah. So... Um, but I knew kind of before that kind of began, so it's, it was interesting to kind of from afar watch his journey, and we bumped into each other, and I thought, well, you know, well, let's let's have a bit of a conversation because uh, Matt's pretty pretty a pretty intelligent bloke, or uh, pretty straight to the point, and he has some very interesting perspectives on stuff, and so I thought it was be good to to have a chat yeah. about about stuff. This is like a, a music podcast, so we tend to kind of talk about everything in, under the sun with it, but. Yeah. So you know, thanks for thanks for doing it. Pre- yeah. Really appreciate you no sitting worries. down. So I suppose the best way to I always begin it is kind of when's the first time you kind of heard music and things that are, are that nature Ooh. before you even get into an instrument, just music itself. Oh right, it's it's pretty embarrassing because like when you get asked like, oh, what was your first show you ever went to? Like, who was the first like, <laughs> who was the first That's people you saw? Like, shows. it's like oh. You'd expect someone like sick or someone like really cool. Like, something cool. You want to say something cool? Oh, then. I'm not it's gonna. Not, it, but it never is. It's gonna be something shite. <laughs> what it is. It's gonna be. Um, I went to see five when I was younger. That was the first okay. show I ever went to. You're, like, you're allowed to yeah. be. You have these crazy. I was moments. like when I was way younger. It was just like oh. So oh, how how old are you going to see that then? Your face. Oh, this like must have been single figures. Oh, single figures. Okay. 100%. So so more and more dads took you to. Oh that. yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah, and then I remember, I remember the first like band. I, want, I don't want to say heavy, like in the alternative music world, right. it was Linkin Park. Okay. And I remember my dad didn't understand it, he didn't like it. Right. And I was like, I oh, really want to get their album. He's like, what's it called? It's like, it's called Hybrid Theory. And he goes, well, you've got to go and look in a dictionary and tell me what that means. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I don't bloody know. It's just it's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's like, no, you've got to do it. So I went, Hybrid means this and theory means this. He's like, right, we'll see when oh, we're in Aston on the weekend. He's made, made you it. put the work. Yeah, we put the work. It's in. insane. So uh, when I got that, and then yeah. that was it. Then ever since then, it was just like, just I don't know. It, it, for me, I was at the age when I was like, where you'd watch music channels on telly, and I'm not talking like MTV. It was like the, the watching like Kerrang and Scuzz. Sure. And it was before. This is gonna make me sound like. Older than I am. Before oh, the days of YouTube. Jesus, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, like, you could go on the internet and be like, all right, I want to watch this video. Like, if you wanted to watch a video, you had to go on to something like LimeWire or something ridiculous yeah, yeah, like that yeah. and download the video, and it'd take four weeks because the internet was shy. Yeah. So, yeah, you just sit there and watch them in rotation, and then you just find, that's how I found out about so many different bands. That's how I found out about most of the bands that I still listen so to. So, did now. you, what, what was your, th- so say the first time you see Five, a live act come out <laughs> with all the kind of things where the house lights go down yeah. and all that type of thing, what did you take away from that? Were you like, I don't understand it? No, I, I, I really like it. I, I really like, what is it? You know, I want to know more. It must have had some lasting effect because, I mean, that's what I became obsessed with since then. It's just been yeah. like, right, well, one day... Because the next Neck Deep album is a five covers record. which it I, is, yeah. all the way through. It's just, <laughs> it's just Neck Deep doing Invincible by five. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then, you know, you, you, I assume then that you go to see Linkin Park live. Correct. Like, okay. That is the next logical step, yeah. Right. So then that must have had a, a, a little bit older. 
Yeah. At this point, have you have you picked up an instrument? Not yet. I mean, it, uh, the okay. instrument I was playing at the time, right. I was trying to play covers on in my bedroom because it, it was at the days in, in the age where I was like, I wouldn't even know where to begin going and learning or buying yeah, a guitar. You and couldn't I, go on YouTube and, yeah. and go, okay, how to, how do you play an E chord? Yeah. How do you play? None no. of that existed. People no. forget that. Yeah, no. it's just like. I did. I did before. In fact, actually, before I started, because I, I used to play. I to say play. I tried to learn clarinet. Okay. And I went to one guitar lesson before that. I was like, it's too hard. Can't do it. <laughs> so then, and then, what was the first lesson? Were they like, oh, this is just pick up a guitar? Did it you was strum? like did you I, chords. Do you, do you know what? I would be a completely different guitar player. I feel if I'd been taught by other people, like mm. the, the, other than the people that showed me, like yeah, because they didn't. Even, they showed you the basic chords. Right. He didn't progress from there. There was no music theory or anything, and it was like I remember the first one I went to. There was a lot of people who'd been going for a few more weeks, so they're a bit more advanced than me. Sure. And he handed me a guitar tab and goes, "Play that." It's like what James Bond this? theme music. It oh, was okay, like, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't want to learn that. Cause it's yeah, going to be cack. It's what on one <laughs> string. It's going to be terrible. Sure. And then he's just like, "Yeah, play that." It's like, mate, I don't know what that is. I like, just can't read it. Yeah, it looks like Morse code. To yeah, me. yeah, yeah. I haven't got a clue. And he was just like, "All right, we just gonna have to go home and practice it." Then I remember it was this. Cr- it was a fella you used to pay weekly to get mm. a guitar off him and you'd have a lesson with him on a Friday and he had these piles of just crap nylon string acoustics he definitely got from Argos <laughs> in the back of his car and he'd hand you one when you got right. there he's like here I'll take our own and he didn't teach me how to tune a guitar wow it was just like very strange but I used to try and play clarinet when I was younger I remember Wait, being so where the clarinet were like what, the the school I was in it's just what they had it's what they had yeah they didn't really I, right. I, I wanted to do something with music and I was like right well the guitar I didn't really get the hang of it and I think it was I was put off by my first lesson it sounds like the, yeah, this yeah. Is the guys really because yeah. teachers can do that can yeah. completely put you off something yeah. or completely turn you on to something yeah. and he's obviously you know done some damage there like where yeah. you're like fuck that and then, so with the clarinet then, I'm thinking, how did you learn stuff through that then? Because that's only music, isn't it? It is, but I had a, a teacher who taught me theory behind okay. it. And I never got really good at it. Me and my uh, one of my old mates used to do it. Right. And like, we'd, we'd just go in and it, just, honestly, the start of it was like, oh, sick, we're just going to have some time off a lesson on a Friday. Yeah, it's just scary. And then it got to the point, point where it's like, all right, it's actually like, go. it's not fun, but like, I mean, I'm enjoying doing it. Like, mm. This is like cool that I'm able to produce like this tone from this instrument and like yeah, yeah. see, I'm able to read what is on the page here. Like I never thought wow. I'd be able to do that. So I mean, I couldn't read it now. Like this was years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, lost, since yeah, lost that lost that like, completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. It was just like it was just something like where I was just like, this is pretty, pretty sick. Like, yeah, I'm sure I can make something of it. And then I just, I just got to high school and I just stopped playing. Yeah, stop playing the clarinet. It's anyway. difficult to pick up girls with playing the clarinet. Yeah, it's like, what do you play? Oh, clarinet. Like, <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> sound. <laughs> see you later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, so yeah. to then you go to. I imagine about the time you're in high school is when you go to see Lincoln Park. Then no, it was before then. You know, it okay, was, it was when wow. I was in primary school. See, I forget. I'm so old. I yeah. forget that you you crazy kids. Yeah. Know? So like, I was super. I was really young when I was getting into all this. Like, I remember in uh, in Chester there used to be a shop called the Pop Shop. I don't know if you remember, it was yeah. the top of town near where yeah. Subway was. Uh, and I remember going in there for the first time, it's like an opening Pandora's box. I was like, what's all this in here? Like, what is this? There's an yeah. spring hoodie on the wall, there's like a Lincoln Park hoodie, everyone's yeah. got these massive baggy jeans. And I was like, this is sick, this is me. This is and you, I was like, was yeah, I'm goth now, cool. It's those formative years, isn't it? When yeah. it, those, those particular albums, Hybrid Theory and that type of thing, yeah. they kind of become the... your DNA. That's, that's yeah. what, actually growing up, you, that's when you're taking all, you're sponging all this information in. Yeah. And, and you're taking it on. And I find it hard now to listen to a lot of new music. 
And yeah. I don't know whether that's just me getting mm-hmm. older and just not, not having the patience to like go out and find new yeah, bands yeah, yeah. or new albums. It's just like, if I want to listen to music now, I'll just bang on like an album that I know I love back yeah. to back. So Hybrid Theory, I'll still well, listen because, to it. Now. Be, probably because you played that album to fucking death. Oh, yeah, you 100%. Did, you just absolutely, so you knew yeah. every nuance of it, every single song. And if you didn't quite like it, you fucking were going to like it. Yeah. Now, if you don't like something in the first 30 seconds, oh, see you later, you know, the app's not going to get listened to in no. the first day. And so... So this is then, we transitioned from that to sort of moving into, into high school. At what point does it, like, where you regularly buying records now? Are you at this point now where you're going out every week? Are you downloading stuff? How are you kind of digesting music now? Again, honestly, like, it sounds insane. Like, the, the, the majority of it was at home, sat in front of the telly, still watching Kerrang. Yeah. Just because it was such, like, a good cycle of, like, that was a good thing. So I could sit there and listen to a song that I really liked. Right. And then... I wouldn't know what'd be in the rotation next because it wouldn't tell you and I might find out another band that I really like. Yeah, yeah. And when I got to high school, it's when I got into bands like, I say I got into, it's when I became absolutely borderline obsessed with Green Day. Right. Like, oh my God. I remember hearing Warning for the first time I was just like, this is it. This is like the Bad sickest it. thing I've ever heard in my life. It's weird. It's, it's so it, it is like a bell going off inside you when someone, like yeah. I remember the first time hearing like distorted E chords and I was yeah. like, well, whatever this is, I don't know what it is, but it's it's it's, it's part of me. Like, you yeah. know. But, um, but this goes in, in high school because when I got there, I right. still tried like my musical like journey, like playing wise. I was like, right, I've never had the opportunity to do it before. I'm going to learn the drums. Okay. And I thought that. So I went in and I had a drum lesson. I say... It was really weird at high school. You had to have a trial to have drum lessons because there was limited space. That seems like, yeah. how do you do it? I yeah, don't know so, how to play these. So if you had like yeah. natural talent or rhythm. Ah, like if they're looking for that innate ability. Yeah, yeah they'd be okay. like, right, we can give you, we can improve that. And I got okay. in and it was like, you haven't got... What did you do to get in? What did you play? How just did... like a basic rock rhythm. And if, like you couldn't, four, yeah. and if you couldn't nail it, like straight away, he was kind of like, I don't think it's for you, which is sucks. It's so bad. Wow. So I went in and he was like, it's not for you, mate. And I was like, well, I'm going to show him. I'm going to... I play guitar. <laughs> it's whiplash. Yeah, yes. it is. So then I, I just bin the drums off. I, di- I say I didn't bin them off. I, I don't. I didn't even get a chance to have the opportunity to turn around and go. I don't want to play them anymore. I just wasn't allowed. So wow. I just thought I'm going to play guitar. And then when I was starting out playing guitar, I've never been like very dexterous with my hands in okay. the terms of like I'm. I'm a rhythm player through and through. Despite like, being a gamer as well, you'd think yeah, there'd be so I'm good with that, but it. Well, <laughs> But the thing is, I love games. I absolutely love them. Yeah. Shit at all of them. (laughs) Couldn't couldn't tell you what I'm good at. Literally, they're not. But I enjoy myself playing. No, honestly, yeah, yeah, that's what everyone says. Like, you play games all the time. I thought you'd be like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, all the time. It's like, I just like playing them. Like, sorry. Because, yeah, but, and and then, so going back to it, so it wasn't very dexterous. And then I found Green Day, and I was like, that's attainable. Like, Ah, I can play that. Like, I can play what he's playing. Easy. Like, I know that, like, if I go home and sit there long enough, I can play what he's playing. And I remember going home, my dad bought me all the Green Day albums off uh, off of eBay on right. CD because he didn't want to go into town and buy them from HMV because they're too expensive. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> and then he bought me as well. <laughs> Alongside that, he bought me a Nimrod tab book and I sat there and learned ah, back to back every song. So it's definitely definitely one of the key things I've found when speaking to musicians is there's, there's always that thing where they hear something and you think, I am two steps away from that. That is attainable. Yeah. It's not like hearing someone who's insanely proficient uh, on, on instrument. You think I'll never get to that. They see something and they go, "Okay, you know what? 
I could probably do that. Yeah. And then, so you, you fell in the black hole and you took a tab book, see, which you had to learn how to read then. You're going to have to go yeah. to the front and go, okay, this is what this but note means. And what I liked with the tab books, though, and obviously Green Day songs, there's no bloody leads on them. They're just octaves, most of the parts. Or they were years ago. Or the leads would be like a one-string thing. Very so it's straightforward, just like, yeah. There'd yeah. be no like slides, there'd be no bends. I didn't have to read anything advanced tab-wise. It'd just yeah. be like, all right, well, I know that if it says 799... Yeah, that's a power chord. Yeah, I know where that and, sits, and, and I know that what that shape like. is. Yeah, so yeah. if it says, like, if it says like three five five, yeah, it's like all oh, right. Well, then I just do the same shape, but I move it up. And once I've got that, I'm just listening yeah. to the record, and I'm, and almost, I'm just going along with and all that's of it. And that's ear training. That's pretty much yeah. getting you listening to yeah, what this chord sounds like on this point. And, and then I'm, I remember the first Green Day song I learned ever because my dad again coaxing me into something here. He's like. I'll buy you a nicer guitar if you can learn a song all the way Shit. through. Shit, he was he was a genius in many mate, ways. Mate, He's... looking back at it, like at the time, I thought, Sam, what a fucker! But yeah, wow, like, you prick! Like, do you know what I mean? And it's like, oh, fair, actually, <laughs> yeah, like you yeah, were doing the right thing. Yeah. So he's like, all right, you got to learn a song all the way through. And I was like, all right. So I listened to Nimrod, and I was like, which one's the easiest on this? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's finish last right. three chords. Let's go. <laughs> so did you have to play it to? Yeah, I played through it in my room, and he was like, all right, cool. So, so we, you, did you, I'm just imagining this now, so you come like, downstairs yeah. and go, Dad, I've learned it. I, I, yeah. do, do and he comes yeah. up, and you're yeah. there on the end of the bed, and he's watching yeah. it, and you're just Play it all the way through. Did you sing it? No, I didn't play <laughs> sing it. Just, I wanted to get the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> so you just played that. What did he do when you finished that last thing? He's like, all right, we'll see. Shit, he was a fucking tough guy. He still he? is, like. I yeah. Mean, he's just, he's never been one to... It's just he's just always short on words, but he's he's he's, he's lovely. I just want to jump massively forward before we jump massively back again. Mm-hmm. Looking up and doing some research, so I can you know we can talk about key things. The biggest thing that they uh, reviewers and people say about the band that you're in is that it sounds like Green Day. Fine with me. <laughs> that must be that must be fantastic. Yeah. yeah? I mean, I'll be honest. Other, with you. other than joining Green Day. Yeah. I mean, you know, sound. Let's go. I mean, he's, he's coined in the, in recent years that he wants to kill the term pop punk. So I hope he doesn't because I've got a mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if you're listening, don't do it, please. I'm begging you. So yeah, you know that's that's got to that's got to be fantastic. The, the, you know, the, yeah. you, you know, if you could imagine if you sat down with 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 Matt that of that, that time and said, yeah. listen, by the way. You're going to be considered uh, amongst the when when people say they sound like yeah. someone's going to say they sound like Green Day. And you're going to be in a band that's touring the world. Your your mind wouldn't have been. I able would have to... stood on the floor yeah. in Ellesmere Port and that shot with you and gone, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> Is that would have been the longest Isn't short. It crazy? Of it, like, nah. So then your dad goes downstairs and you mm. go right. Do you keep learning songs then? Yeah, keep learning the same okay. type book. So I keep going through that. And I remember the guitar he bought me as well. You know, this is what I was leading to. So what's the first guitar? Oh, so the first one I ever had, okay. this was to learn on. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to play acoustic. Green Day don't play an acoustic guitar. He yeah. plays a Strat. And this is a shit, so no, this is a shit Strat yeah. copy. So I want a really bad Strat. So I went into school and our music teacher had a catalogue that you could order school shit. products in for. But she'd do it on the sly so you okay. could get it for cheap. <laughs> The guitar in it, so it's this guitar magazine. It's yeah. a Behringer amp, okay, and a Behringer guitar. Really? Strat copy. Okay. Dog shit. It was <laughs> yeah, so what bad. Shit copy there. Mate, it is. Literally, I don't even know. I, I think it got to the point where we just threw it in a skip. I don't wow. have it. Which I wish now. It's, it's so much. That's rosebud, isn't it? That that's, is. That's, that's literally like if, if I mean I wouldn't play it. It just no. Yeah, so, but it's the point. I'd be like, all right, that's cool. I chucked it. I went. I went. I found my old guitar upstairs and. When I left playing it, because I got much better instruments and, yeah. and I didn't really want to go back because it was a, a, an inferior instrument in yeah. that respect, and I went back to it and fixed everything. 
So fix it. I didn't have to do fix an action on a guitar, yeah. fix that. Didn't have to fix all electric. Didn't have to do that. But I learned, and by the time I went back to it, some twenty years later, I fixed everything, and it was still a, a poor guitar, but it made it sound the best it could be for you there. No, mine's, have that. mine's mine went to the skip when Sultan had the skip and went straight in it like. <laughs> straight to the nah, bit. I don't got the new Shit. one now. But the one I got after it, right. after that song, oh my god, it is. The most dis- it's worse than the the Beringer copy. It's okay. the most disgusting guitar I've that's ever seen. What, that's in my just a piece life. of wood, then, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's so <laughs> bad. It was uh, Les Paul Special Two, right? By Epiphone. I think that's one of my first ones. I well, think it was, right. it was definitely the same world. All fine. Yeah. Black, lovely. Yeah. Flames all the way up it. Of course. Disgusting. Yeah. Did and it have just... stickers all over? Did you do no, that? No, no, not on that one. I was like, oh, it's too cool. It's flames on it. <laughs> it's got flames a, on there's it. There's a photo of me getting it on my 13th birthday <laughs> where I'm stood in my mum's front room with this flame guitar on with yes. a fucking button up flame shirt. Yes. So bad. Yes. Big round Harry Potter glasses, spiky hair, like. Just selling it. Yeah, Just selling uh, them. And then I went upstairs and started playing it. I was like, oh, this is way better than my own guitar. Yeah, yeah. And now, and at the time, I thought it was the sickest thing. Like, yeah, I've got yeah, a flame yeah, guitar. Yeah. It's got flames on it. And then you look back at photos and it's like, that is the ugliest the thing. The like this high yeah. and shit. And, it's all, and then that flame. guitar's still knocking about, actually. That yeah. is in, I don't have it. I don't yeah. own it. I donated it to Yale College okay. when it was still Yale. Yeah. Because I used to do media there. And then I remember we did a music video where we had to do a music video thing and I took it in one day and it's like, you can't play it. It's all right as a prop because yeah, we ended up spraying it black. It's unplayable, yeah. 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 There was a, we, we sanded it down. This is another <coughs> tangent from it. It's all right. Me, me mate was like, oh, we can sand it down and repaint it. None of us had ever taken the guitar apart so we just ripped the electronics out okay. and then we sanded it down and then I was like, why is it like really like bumpy on the back? Like it's not smooth. And then my mate's dad comes in and goes, you Idiots, an angle grinder, not a sander. Fucking hell. So we sanded this guitar down with an angle grinder, and then my dad put polyfiller on the back to smooth it out. Jesus. Oh my god, it sounded like just a brick of cement. <laughs> and so, and then years later, it's like, oh, I need a guitar to like um, film this uh, this music video with in right. college. And I just ended up leaving it there, and I was just like, oh, the Andy, the college tech guy, I was like, mate, I don't want it. Like, if you have, do you want to just keep it in? If anyone needs a guitar for a video, it saves them having to bring it in. They still yeah. have it now. Wow. Still there now, like nearly ten years later, which is absolutely Jeez. sickening that I finished college ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then, okay, so I like as a plotness through this timeline. So again, you get a guitar that, in your mind, is playable, and you and you can get it done, and you can yeah. play songs, and you've learned like, if not all of Nimrod. Yeah. When's the point that you start getting electrified? When is it you stop plugging it into an amp, or is there an always an amp there? There's anyway? always an amp there. Because the Beringer one came along. Yeah, and then, surprise, surprise, in my area, I'll, I'll <laughs> give you a guess what amp I got. Okay, I'm going to say a PV. No. no? Uh, not a Fender Champ or no, something like that. No, okay. Think, think. Am I sweaty, aiming to my... Think sweaty little emo. Like, what would I have? Line 6 Spider 2. Oh, of course, obviously. it's the Spider, yeah, of course. Oh, insane. It's a, yeah. Insane, all the time. Of course. Gain yeah. 10 on a the single The amp that can do everything. Pickle. Really badly. Can't do anything. <laughs> Turns on and it, a noise comes out of it. The line six, And that was in my mum's conservatory until a couple of years ago where me, I just gave it. My uncle he used to work in a pub and I was like, have this as a house amp. Like, I yeah. don't want it. Yeah. I was, again, that happens. Most of my old gear, it's always been like, I don't have the space for it. Get shot of it. Like, I'll give it to someone that like yeah. would appreciate it more rather than it sitting there gathering. Yeah. This, but cack, awful. Answer. So you've you become electrified. You're playing through that. You're playing through. Everything's passable, so you can make a noise. Now, yeah. when's the moment when you play with someone else? I remember 
training like because when you're young it's like yeah stop band it'd be sick yeah it does yeah simple as that and it doesn't work like that at all you have to meet people that are actually like not competent with their instrument but like can get to beginning and end of a song you know? yeah and it has to be like the people I was playing with at the time it was just other mates that I had that were trying to learn instruments like I was at the time but we mm. weren't really like pushing each other and they weren't interested as I was and it just kind of never really we never really did anything I remember we did like a school talent show it was just okay. like a three piece and we did um, oh what's that bloody Green Day song it's the instrumental one on Nimrod the boom boom oh boom, god boom, now you boom, 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 I don't know but like, anyway, yeah. it, was that, it was that song and uh, it was really easy because it was that really simple riff basic drum beat and then just my other mate playing the same one on like the school's bass so we yeah. did that and that was fine and that was the first time we ever did it and I just remember practising and just being really frustrated just like oh just like it doesn't sound like it doesn't, doesn't sound like it doesn't sound exactly like that so of course it's not going to if you're using a line 6 spider and your mate's got an electric <laughs> drum kit it's never going to sound like it is it so I don't know that was the first time that we ever did you get a round of applause no no just like cool it was just, it was just a few people because like, the only people that were there were our mates anyway so it wasn't genuine yeah. it was just like five people that had come to see because yeah, yeah. the talent show was in the school lunch break for some reason <laughs> it was a really weird one so it was organised by people in like a couple of years above us so we went yeah. there and they clapped and it was like yeah that was cool and it was just like oh alright because um, I'm trying to wonder where the moment goes where you think I could, did you did you start to think like I can play the guitar? Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, whether you could or couldn't, whether you, th- you mean, thought you could and you thought I can. I'll play. I'll be honest with you. My confidence in playing has always just been like oh, I mean I have been blagging this for the past ten years <laughs> very very well apparently, <laughs> and it, it's always remained like that because I don't know like I'm not like this sounds really 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 lame and I hate to say it but like I'm not like a musician. I think of myself as more of like a performer when I'm playing sure so like as long as I'm playing what I need to tightly that's fine but yeah. like, there's also there's the other side to playing music where it's like for me the exciting thing has always been the performance part of it like playing it live in front right. of the crowd and like getting into the music well I'm glad you say that because then I'm like okay when does the when does the point come where you play in front of an audience and you start to you, you feel that is it is do um, we have to get to the, the actual no, no, no. band or we, we there's no, no there's before okay. that like there's so after that three piece thing mm. I still played guitar at school a couple of the other lads dropped out and then by the time I was like in year eight okay so what age are we here then year oh, eight mate, I be? couldn't even tell you so you start high school when you're 12 13 14 14 yeah 14, 14 15 I think for that yeah depending on uh, you. no you'd be 14 by the end of year eight I think yeah that's I think right so yeah okay yeah. so I would have been 14 uh, and then I met a couple of the lads in the year above me right just by coincidence and I kind of just like saw them walking around because obviously where I, I live in a place called Broughton and there's a place up the road called Saltney two small like one's a village one's a town really small yeah, neither of them have any kind of scene or even no. a live music no, venue of any mean, kind yeah. the, the, I know. you have to travel into Chester which is not it's about two and a half an hour away or even over to Liverpool it's more like an hour yeah. two hour journey and I'll be honest like, there's no point in even trying to start a music scene in Saltney or Broughton because it's literally tiny like <laughs> it's, a, no it's, one cares. A, it's essentially a big village isn't yeah it, it is yeah, both yeah. of them like so I met them and I just remember like meeting up with my mates down the park one day and I saw these lads in like blink and green day shirts and like okay. there's the, the flag yeah I was like who are these lot here? Yeah. Like, and then I just... And the connection was, I've got a friend called Dale, still mates with him now, only just moved out from living with him. And he um, he used to ask me when we were in um, when we were in junior school, so primary, he knew that I liked Zelda. 
Okay. And he liked Zelda as well. He liked sure. Zelda on the N64. Yeah. And he was even worse at it than I was. Right. So he'd always come and ask me for help. The tips and how to yeah. do the, the and water it must look like little and large because I used to be like this tiny little runt and then Dale is a year above me. It's always been like a big lad, like just like sure. big strong lad. Yeah. And he's just like, how'd you do the water temple then? Yeah, yeah, and I'd be yeah. like, will you do this, this yeah, there, yeah. this there? And then from that, that was the in. So I recognised Dale and I just went up to him and spoke to him on the park one day. It's like, oh, I like your t-shirt. And then it just stemmed from there. Yeah, and yeah. so they were in a band at the time. I'm not going to name names because people are going to go and look them up on the internet. And yeah, yeah, we don't awful. need that. Yeah, we don't need no, that. No, absolutely not. We don't need that. But we did a we did a show. Um, not did a show. They used to play like the school concerts every year. And I was yeah, like, they're so good. Listening back to it now, they're, they're not. But at the time, you yeah. you, you were like they're great. Yeah, they're they're like they, yeah, because that was the only band that I knew that could play like actually play. And yeah, it would properly sound, play. I mean, at, at the time, it would sound like oh, that sounds like the song that they're meant to be playing. Yeah, they yeah, only yeah. do covers, and then it got to the point where they were like. Oh, we've wrote a song, our own song, and I was like, "Oh, this is like pretty good. Like, yeah, I quite like it's it. It's passable, like it's, yeah. it's, it does." Yeah. And I remember they they only had one guitar player because the other guitarist that used to sing as well was like, "Oh, I don't want to sing anymore. I don't want to play guitar anymore. I just want to sing." Sing. And I was just like, and by this time, I was in with the circle of all of them, yeah, right. <laughs> in with all of them, and I was like, "Well, I mean, I play guitar. I'll like, I'll, you, I'll do it. Yeah, if you can teach yeah. me the songs, like it's four chords, and I mean, I'm not really progressed much since, but still." <laughs> I can, do, yeah. I can do four chords. <laughs> can give me those chords and I'll yeah. do them, yeah. Write them really crudely on a tab sheet and then we're so away. So like, yeah, come on board. Yeah. And then we just like play, and then it got to the point where I was playing with them in the school right. concert and be like, oh, that was really cool. And then this was the time where like emo made its first like yeah. surgeon. Yeah. So I heard bands like My Chemical Romance and I was like, oh, sure. sounds sick. And so we were just like, and Under Oath as well, used to love them. Mm. So it'd be like screamo bands, like screaming and stuff. And we were trying to emulate that and right. listening back to them now, we don't, we've all deleted the recordings. They no, don't exist as you should do, anywhere. Yeah, they yeah. are crap. <laughs> they are so bad. They're just the right to pass. We had, they were, they were still lurking around our friends group till last year when our mate who had an old laptop, he had the last, like, The last remnant of it, yeah, yeah. And then his laptop died and his hard drive just broke. Yeah, So yeah. no one can get him now, it's gone. It's gone. So we did time. that, and, um, yeah, and then we just ended up, like, recording, like, these really crap, like, screamo songs. Okay. And then we just got, like, somehow just managed to start getting on actual, like, gigs outside of school. Okay. So the first ones we'd always, the ones... For us growing up, like the big shows to play would be in Wrexham, the Central yeah. Station, like the supporting bands. Closest sort of big city, yeah. biggest city. Yeah. So it'd be like, oh, I'd love to like just play a show at Central one day. That'd be amazing. And then we somehow managed to wangle our way onto a couple a bit crap, like. Yeah. But the deal was like, you get a quid for every ticket you sell, and we'd be like, we'll sell so many. Fucking hell, yeah. And it's like so we sold it at the time. Like, it's a shit way to do it, but like yeah. at the time, like, fucking selling fifty tickets and getting a tenner each, like, I mean, Sam, go to the park on the weekend now, get a bottle yeah. of Strongbow, sick, let's yeah. do that. So we do that, and then we just it, it just stemmed from there. But the one thing I know I've like rambled on away from the question here. Trust me, this is what all this podcast is. Me yeah. Rambling. But the one show we did a battle of the bands at Queens Park High School. Okay. And I remember everyone just thinking that we were like so sick. Really good, like. And yeah. we were just like, this is like silly. Like there's people moving. We had like people a big, dancing and making. Oh, not dancing. Like well, it was. Oh, like moshing and stuff. And and it was, like, the first time we ever had that. It was okay. like. And why are you doing that to us like but fair it sounds, and we had yeah. a mate who wanted to come take photos so we got pictures and it was like yeah. this is pretty sick so like did that one show and that's like the defining moment where I was like yeah it's like maybe like looking back on it we crap like but maybe, I was like maybe like this is pretty cool it's like, possible yeah I want to keep doing this it's possible and yeah. it just got to the point where we were in high school and it's just like alright I'm not going to do this anymore and then 
they went on to sixth form and I went off to Yale and then that's where so then um, yeah so was the was the moments when you're playing and you kind of was there like a specific moment where you're like that can do this or was it just a general feeling or did you come off stage after doing say that battle of the bands and think you know what Fucking, yeah, fucking that's what with. I thought. Cause it was the first yeah. time that we'd ever had like an audience, like in the palm of our hands. Yeah, let's like, so just say like, we listen, like, actually listening to you. It's just yeah. like everyone fucking rush like that, yeah. and they'd be like, okay, all oh, right, cool. And then the fucking circles pits like splitting off, splitting off. Yeah, and they'd be like, yeah, yeah. But looking back, <laughs> it's not because we were good. It's because we had distorted because, guitars. Yeah, and that's enough. That's and enough. Like, let's face it, the people in the audience and and the people in the band are still discovering what they're, they're about. They're just oh, like, yeah, yeah. there's fucking, fucking guys saying I can mosh. That's fine go. with me. I don't yeah. know how, but like I'm sure. Yeah. So then you, you go off to college then. Yeah, off to Yale. Yeah, and so then. Is there a gap, or did you keep playing? No, or? there is a there is a little bit of a gap. Okay. So the band stopped, and then I got to college, and I was like, I ended up because I, I went there I, just because I didn't want to go to sixth form because I thought right. like, oh, we'll go to Wrexham because that's where all the shows are. It'd be sick. So I went there, and it was just like, oh, this is pretty cool. Like, there's a lot of people here who were like similar to me, and I've been mates with a lad called Seb right. for for a couple of years. Just knew him from like being in the, like dossing about in the park in Chester. Yeah. Just knew of him. We've been mates on like MySpace. Yes, that was a I thing. Shout out to MySpace. <laughs> I know you're listening, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I saw an amazing yeah. thing where someone put on Twitter, yeah. "Where the fuck's that Tom guy now?" Yeah. And he responded, and he's like on a beach with like loads of women. And Mate, like, he's laughing. He's, he's sold, laughing. He sold it for so much, then it just flopped the next year. Yeah, and he just fucked off to become so famous. Yeah. Brilliant. Good on him. But um, yeah, so knew him through that, just talking, and he played in a band at the time. And then it was just like the first couple of weeks of college, one of my friends ended up making mates with someone who was soon to be his girlfriend, who he's still with now. He's been with, I think, 11 years, Shit. which makes me ill, because that means 11 years ago yes. is when I met her, yes. which means 11 years ago means that I was in college. Like, That's oh, right. God, <laughs> don't don't, don't think horrible. about shit like that. Yeah, but... Um, yeah, so I, I met him, and then through there, I just like met other people because it kind of seems to be like a melting pot for like the whole surrounding area. Yeah, yeah. So my group, those of, like, things, those things gravitate to each other. Yeah, yeah they're, 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 people are magnets. They yeah. will work like that. It's like this guy's got that t-shirt on, yeah. and it sort of pulls people in. That's what scenes for. It just pulls it's people. Literally, in. what happens? Yeah. So then it'd be like, and then it'd just be like, all right, well, I want to start a band, or we have a band already. Like we're playing, but we're not really doing too much. Like. Do you want to play? I remember how I got in. Like, like there was a, a band with a couple of mates that I was mates with there. Yeah. And I remember we went to a party one night, and obviously college, absolute bloody mess. Yeah. yeah got yeah. steaming. Sure. And woke up in the morning. There was just an acoustic there, and I was just hungover. And I was like playing like two or three like chords and some like odd open tuning, and it was just like, oh, all right, this sounds cool. And he was like, and then I just remember two of the lads who were in the band at the time just sat on the other side of the room looking at each other, and I'm like. Like me like that, just nodding at me, and they were like, oh, "All right, well, got practice next week. Do you want to come?" And I was ah. like, oh, "I don't know any of the songs, but yeah, sure, I'll come." Yeah. And then yeah, that was it. That's how I got into like the music scene in the Wrexham area, anyway. So okay. did that, and then I don't know. There was kind of a bit of a running joke for a while, whereas if there was a local band at some point, I would have been a part You'd of been it. In it. Yeah, like, like you did one of those rock family trees. Yeah, you'd between be, our, between our mates group, like if there was a band at some point, I would have. 
playing an instrument. <laughs> I played it just because I was just like I just love doing it. Yeah. And I wasn't like I'm not, and I'm still not necessarily like a gifted musician. I just liked playing music but, but, in but, a live environment. You know, it's what is sometimes a gifted musician. Like you know, I know you know I, some of the people I like to listen to to play are both virtuosos, but some people have no training at all. You mm. know, and and very basic. And yeah. it's the same thing uh, applies. It's just at the end, I enjoy both of them. I yeah. tend not to 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 you know think about it too much. You know. The song speaks for itself at the end of the day. Yeah, like exactly. If the song. I mean, I've always been of the train of thought of like if it serves the the, the song, then it's fine. It's always been interesting to me as well to see like when you um, you listen to something that you originally thought was very simple, yeah. And then as you mature, both your listening taste and your playing, you go back and realize it's actually fucking incredibly complicated. Yeah. So like ACDC was a classic one for me. Back when I was like learning guitar, and I play ACDC, and I'd be like, I can play ACDC. And then as we go, went to see them live and sort of broke it down and learned to play guitar properly, I was like, fucking hell. It's it, solid, isn't it? It's, it? You're not going to get it. You can't no. get to sound like that. No. Even though it sounds like three chords, four chords, it's not like that. There's no. a whole no. rhythm to it. There's no. a whole, you know, playing behind on the beat and that type of yeah. thing. It all plays massive parts into it. So then... When's the um when's the moment you go and sort of start the the things of, of neck deep then? When's that happen? So I, oh, I we got it is it a jump or is there still more to it? Uh, there's a little bit like I just went through like a couple of bands whilst we were there and then I ended up and then some of my friends ended up doing a third year of like sixth form and instead of doing it in the high school yeah. that I was previous that and the bands were them, right. they came to Yale because they obviously just it was just a better place to be. Yeah. So we did that and then I joined their new band, played for a little bit, and then there was like a bit of a a lapse and I remember doing my first tour when we were in college I thought it was the sickest thing ever Okay. it's like oh you're going to go to Europe and we're like oh my Shit. god this is so sick like on paper it was sick yeah. practice oh my god how many dates did you do in Europe where'd you go six dates it was awful it was, it was pointless yeah, yeah. we got offered on the same tour as well that, as day number one oh, uh, I'm a promoter from Croatia <laughs> um, that's almost like the, the musical equivalent to the Nigerian prince oh mate and then he goes <laughs> I cannot pay you for the show. <laughs> That's a good I cannot pay you for But if you come to the show and support Biohazard, okay, we will do a barbecue for you. And we were like, what a, what a weird thing to. And we were like, no. And then so instead, we did a show in Chemnitz, Germany, on the first okay. day. Got there, we promised fifty dollars, or not fifty dollars, fifty euros. euros. Sorry, my yeah, friend. yeah. Promised fifty dollars. Uh, Say it again, then fifty euros. Yeah. To drive from Wrexham to. Germany. Okay. We're like, all right, fine, yeah. That's. I mean, at the time, it's like, cool. Let's just yeah, do it. We'll put our own money in. If look on the map. It's so got far. there. Yeah. Fifty dollars didn't exist. Yeah. Euros, Euros. Sorry, yeah. got there again. Down in the uh, playing a basement show, and then at the end of the night, he gets out a bucket and holds it at the door, and he goes, "Whatever they put in here, we will pay you oh, donations." Shit. We're busking oh, in a venue. Shit. Three what? euros. How much did you get? Just out of three euros. Three euros and a garlic shot. <laughs> I love the way the, the the European promoters of some of the small venues pay you in food. Yeah. They're obsessed with paying you or drink food or oh, drink. Mate. And you think that's enough? He did some good chips. I'll tell you that. I had a load of them. <laughs> and there was three lads that turned up and goes, "We play in a band." And right. Like we haven't got an opener. Do you want to just use our gear? Off and they you were go. Like, yeah. Yeah. They were switch out your briefs yeah, and away we go. Yeah. They were better than we were, so it was like, oh, I wish we hadn't bothered doing that. They should have put oh. a bucket out. They'd have made more money. Shit. But yeah, so and then we did that. And I just thought it was just cool. Like, oh, it's all yeah. sick. The first time of those things is still exciting. Yeah, the first definitely. time going out the country and the reason being music. Yeah. Playing in front of an audience that doesn't speak your language. Yeah. Even if it's 10, 15 people, you know, and so going cool. to a new city that's never there before, you you know, it's a special thing. Like. I'll tell you what, though. Some of the shows, like, there were quite a lot of people there. Not for yeah. us. 
we ended up playing a few shows. <laughs> well, for us, Absolutely right, not for yeah. us. We played, played, ended up playing a few shows with that uh, that band from Boston, Death Before Dishonor. Yeah. So we would open the show of like a six band bill. Okay. By the time we were there, there were like hundred people there, and we were like, "This is cool. This is okay." If, if one person buys a shirt, yeah. say, no one bought shirts. So <laughs> of course, but that was fun. I remember finishing and our driver having to do a drive from Vienna to Wrexham, which is and he blasted it in one go. He did it in one go. Animal. Shit. Absolute. Uh, very dangerous. Yeah, it's, it's, it it's only about yeah. halfway through you needed to switch. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Switch or just stop for a few <laughs> yeah, days. Just stop and not Blasted it go. all in one go. And I was like, oh my God, you wild man. Shit. But yeah, so I did that. And yeah. then I moved away for uni. I went to, uh, it's funny, on that tour, I got my phone call. I wanted to be like, I wanted to do video game development. Surprise. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got the phone they were the two rivers running alongside each other at this yeah. point, Andy. So I got a phone call saying like, your grades are crap, you messed around too much, you can't let you on the course so I'm in the middle of Germany ringing around trying to find a course that will accept me and I managed to find one because I'd already foolishly signed a uh, tenancy agreement for a house in Salford because my mates were at uni in Salford and I was like oh just move in with them won't do halls moved in signed the tenancy agreement and then it was just like nope not in so I was like shit got to find some kind of course then so I found a new media design course at Manchester Uni Uh, Man Met sorry not Manchester Uni I'm not posh but uh, man met and then did that there only to find out it was at an external campus in Didsbury. So I don't oh, know if you know shit. the lot of Manchester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Salford is at the north of Manchester. Oh, sorry, like a bit to the like, north-west of Manchester. Northwestern, yeah, yeah. And then Didsbury is very far south Manchester. Yeah, to people not familiar with that uh, that region, like that, that's a trek. That's an hour and a half there every day and hour. Because yeah. I didn't drive, I had to get the bus. So yeah. it'd be a three-hour round trip every yeah, day. Yeah. And I got there and it was kind of cool because I'd get my brief. I'd always have my work in, it'd be fine. And then, um, whilst we were there, um, someone I was in a band with years ago, and Seb's brother, who Seb was the person I met years ago, he ended up recording bands and recorded a lot of my first bands. Yeah. His brother just turned around one day and goes, "Shall start a pop punk band," and I was like, "That's one. That's one of the things I was reading the background of the band. Everything seems to be like, do you want to?" Yeah, we'll call it. It's everything just seemed to be there was no like there was no like mastermind. No. What we need to do is we need to do this no. and we need to be called. There was no. none of that, no. was it? No. Was the most relaxed start into a band I've ever heard in my life. Wrote a song, put it on the internet, got yeah. signed to an independent label within two weeks. It's crazy, eh? And it's that is like it doesn't. That's not me trying to be like arrogant. Or no, no, no. It. That is literally the tale of it. Like it sounds really like glazed over. Not, and simple, not, but that's not at all. Like. It's it, it, like you, you can't obviously you can't see this, listeners. But yeah. it, man, it's like seems almost naturally surprised if you. You were just like yeah. that's that's how it happened. Yeah. And yeah. it's like honestly, like we got signed to like this very s- small label at the time. This independent yeah. label before we had a full band. Yeah. So then it was like. We need to fill this out. Oh, fuck, and how do you do this live? Yeah. We haven't got a fucking drummer. <laughs> like, what are we going to do? We haven't got yeah. a drummer. We haven't got a bassist. Yeah. So, went and found uh, Danny. Uh, Danny was, and then our old bassist was like, just mates with me yeah. at the time in old bands. So, we were just like, do you want to play bass? And he's like, yeah, sound. I, lo- I love I that. Know. I love the, I love the way it's just like, it was, it just kind of naturally occurred and it, nothing's forced. No. It's this not like, we've got to be this, we've got to be that, whatever. It's like, well, let's just no. do this. You know, right. I love that aspect. It's literally of it. just like, oh, right, song we like the sound of, and if it's good, sound. Brilliant. If people like it, cool. And it's still the point now, like, if we like the music, sound. Yeah. If someone else doesn't, tough. So um, then you're kind of like, you're going to be fast approaching the cliff, you jump off where it's like, I'm going to be professional doing this, yeah. and this is actually going to be my livelihood. Yeah. When's that happen then? Because well, the course obviously 
did, didn't pan out. No, it didn't. Uh, well, no, the, the course worked well, out. The thing that, yeah. that the catalyst for me was, it was a bit of a weird time in my life because I was, I, I didn't really enjoy my uni course, but in my head I was like, I'm paying for this, I've got to pass it, I've got to do it. Yeah. And then on my final unit, um, we were at a neck deep show where we played some show in Chesterfield. Went there, I come home, my front door's locked and I'm like, what's going on here? And around my housemate, it's like, you all got home for Easter? And he's like, yeah, yeah, why? And it's like, oh, like the light's on, the door's locked. And he's like, and the, and the deadbolt's on, so someone from inside must have yeah, locked yeah, it. Yeah, there's someone in there. And I was like, well, why's the deadbolt on no one's in? He's like, I don't know. And then one of my mates went around the back, it's like, your back door's open, burgled. All oh, my, shit. All my stuff robbed, everything. Oh, Absolutely shit. everything. That's why I ended up working in Nelsmere Port. Yeah, yeah, yeah. During this whole time, I used to work in gaming station in Chester, got yeah. transferred to the Arndale in Manchester, yeah. and they got transferred to the Coliseum in Nelsmere Port. Yeah. And I've got... So they took, like, what, to, it was a full house thing? Oh, like? fucking rich. Shit. Everything. And the worst thing was, before okay. I left, backing up all my uni work, last assignment, onto an external hard drive, right. plugged into my laptop upstairs, both gone. Oh, fucking Animation hell. course. So what the fuck am I going to do? Like, I've got two weeks till deadline. It's like... So what ended up happening, I moved back in with my parents that night. I was like, I am There's not, no way you're staying there. not yeah, staying here fuck, ever yeah. again. Like, it's horrible. Because the worst thing was, I would have been here on my own. Yeah, so if they'd come in... Yeah, and there was a knife on the stairs. They, they took, a, took a knife out of our so, kitchen drawer and left it on the stairs. That's a weird thing to do. That so they would have like gone around the house with it in case anyone was in. To and then he's gone, okay, up. I'm done with this. I put the knife. left it on the side and I was like... Fucking this hell. is mad. That's a dodged bullet right yeah, there. Like. Absolutely. So in one side, luckily for somehow, my mum and dad's house insurance had a clause where if your uh, kids are student, you're covered. Oh so shit! So I was covered. So I couldn't get my work back, but I got. But you got, got the value. Back. Got the value of yeah, my stuff yeah. back. So I did that, and it's just like Jesus. This is so weird. So I moved back home. And then started working in Ellesmere Port. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I was just there, just pandering around, plotting back and forth, playing we, shows. Yeah, we talked about when when I kind of came to, to sort of know you. Yeah, we talked about like we were talking about how like, what's the scene like. You know, we were both trying to do our things in representative sort of areas of music. Yeah. And one of the things that struck me that you said to me, uh, one of the first we got talking very quickly, mutual interests in music and stuff. And you were like, um, you know what? If you're in a if you're in a band. Uh, trying to make your way in the world don't play any local shows no. try and get yourself a feel no, and I was absolutely. like wow so the first person who, who had interesting uh, uh, opinions and stuff and I was like that we should probably talk a bit more yeah. you were often like trying to go and play as farther afield yeah, as you yeah. could Is yeah what's, I mean you're going to build up an okay fan base locally but what's the point yeah like if you if you scope that's the one thing that we've always said and that's the only vision we've ever had for the band was like we want to take it and make it as massive as it can be because we'd all done the fucking shite circuit before yes where it's you'd like, seen what it was like you to just do, do the like toilet that. venues you do yeah. all the cack it's like right if we're going to have a go at this we're going to have a good crack at it and mm. we're going to actually try and make it like a thing where it's like it's not a hobby it's like something that we do yeah. and people enjoy and it's like well you can't I mean it's just basic thinking really isn't it like if you want to make something and spread something like a message or like a band or your music you can't do that in the confines of a small town like, well you say it's obvious to me when, when we were talking about it it was yeah, obvious of yeah, course but yeah. you know as well as I do that there's a ton of bands out there yeah. that will just play their local venue and that's it it's and then wonder, I wonder why not the massive such a shame there's a band from Wrexham I don't know if you've heard of them called Doppelganger no oh my god they I don't understand how they're not one of the biggest bands in the UK right. they're insane they're so good yeah and they it's just because I think that they used to play in other bands and they kind of got a bit burnt out from it. 
I know it's, it's so, but I think like if you, you go a bit further afield and you play a bit more, like and you see people in other places, you don't see the familiar faces. Yeah. You see strangers getting into and, it. And it there's the element of, tra- of winning a crowd over because if, yeah. if it's your hometown gig, you're going to know someone in the audience, and that helps. Doesn't necessarily do. mean they're going to like you, though. True, <laughs> but if, if you go to like like the, the away game, if you will, and, yeah. and go to somewhere where it's almost a hostile crowd, you yeah. have to make sure you're fucking up. You, yeah. you, you can't you can't half-ass it. You're yeah. going to have to turn up and play. Absolutely, yeah. You know, so I thought that that was one of the first things we started talking about, and then I kind of had a nice window into you becoming famous if you know what I mean oh, yeah. if, if we can use the fame word but so oh, yeah, the, yeah, original, yeah. the original de- demo they put the song up and then you moved to what What? What was the kind of so they the record label took you on board Yeah. So what, they, what was their instruction to you then when they took you on board this is for maybe people who wonder what to like more. to be sad we like what we've like, heard oh, we just need more that song that you put out is great but you need to do more of them and we were right. like Oh, okay. God. How long did they give you? Did you not long? I mean, not really. It's just because it's fresh and new. It's like, all right, well, we've established what we sound like here, so let's just write more of the same. Okay. And like, just do a different, a few different things. And he was like, one thing that I'll always remember is the guy who was the head of the label at the time turned around to us and said, "We need an acoustic song on the EP." And we're like, "Where did? Where, why was he? What was his thinking? He just, he just said that's what we need. No idea." And we're like, "Nah, you're all right." And he goes, "We need an acoustic song." <laughs> the conviction he's like this will make or break this band we need an acoustic and song fair play to him it did yeah like we so put, he's right, put an yeah. acoustic song out and it's only just become our second most listened to song ever only just okay in six years of being a band the first one being uh first one being in bloom which is yeah. like the one that we put out of the last album which sounds the least like us which is crazy yeah but, um yeah but apart me was like on like 10 million views for ages on youtube wow. which is a lot like it's yeah. an insane amount of, of, of views and we were like no, i don't want to put it on don't want to do it we just want to do like distorted just, guitars yeah. and stuff and it's like no he needs to do an acoustic song and Ben had it for years he wrote it when he was like I can't even remember how young he just had it and he's like let's just record this and put it on and that was the one that just took us from being there so so, uh, so that's what I want to really get into like for someone out there that's wondering there's a lot of pluses and there's a lot of negatives and we'll get into both but when you kind of when they go, okay, we're going to uh, afford you, did you, were you advanced to do the record? Uh, no? <laughs> no? Shit! The label's like really small, so it okay. looks like all our recordings were free because we had Ben's brother, who was our vocalist, ah, right. record us, and he was like, I'm enjoying doing it. He was, so you're still guerrilla style doing yeah, a lot of this? Like, yeah, 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 okay. And he was like, still like talking to us, and he'd be like, yeah, cool, I, do, I don't mind, I need to like learn how to do this certain plugin so, or something, yeah. so let's do it for free, and we did it. And I remember we did it, and then we released the... No, we didn't even... No, or did we? We released the EP, and then we did our first tour, and the day before we left, we had an email, and I was like, oh, who's this? And then I saw the name at the top, Leander Gloversmith, and I was like, why the fuck do I recognise that name? He's like, hi, I work for this management company, I'd love to have a meeting with you. We were like, what? And I thought back in my head, there used to be a TV show years ago called (coughs) Rock Rock Jaw, I can't remember what yeah. he. It might have been. Rock I don't Jaw. remember the name of the channel. Okay. But there was a show called Rock Jaw, and he used to be a presenter on it. And I was like, "Oh, it's him!" And then I remember I knew him as well because he was the manager. He used to manage Architects. Okay. And Architects are one of my like, favorite bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, most definitely. Holy, like this guy's like. This isn't someone like pissing in the wind here. Like, yeah, this, this is, is someone like, with a, with a whole machine knows, behind them. Yeah. He knows. So we went in for the meeting. and He's still our manager now. Wow. Still now, six years later. So, oh, so to the, the the label, you didn't have any kind of you managed yourselves managed until then. Answered, well, Seb, Seb again, who was doing our um, recording, 
kind of took on a pseudo manager role for the time. Yeah, he, he answered back. And when then our mate like Jay bunch. took us on for a little bit. Yeah. And then he, uh, no, sorry, I'm off uh, a lad called, oh, what was his name? Um, oh, it's going to drive me. Uh, lad called Jordan. Right. Looked after us for a little bit. And then he passed us on to our mate called Jay, who we okay. thought was like a step up. It was like, this is sick. Right. And then we went from there and Jay passed us on to... Leander, well, didn't pass us on like Leander messaged him, and then that was it. So the the, there's a definite shifting of momentum. Oh yeah, but like I'm telling you, it sounds movement. like I'm going through it quickly. Yeah, because it happened. Because it, yeah, rapid. well that's the thing. I got. I remember we, the conversation we were having. You were like, uh, "This has happened, and now yeah. I'm gonna do this." And yeah. and it was there was a total surprise about the whole thing. So then, when was the moment you it felt it a definitive gear move up? Uh, was it like was it your first sort of dates uh, when you were touring was it when you took the management coming on it and he obviously had that sit down moment first show when we played it and it was like there's at least 30 people here yeah. who have come to see us this is our first show ever this is insane we're yeah, third yeah. on of a five of a four no three band bill right. first on this is silly and then it was wherever we were going that we'd have an insane reaction and then we'd do a tour the shows would sell out and it'd be like Going on here, yeah, like, just building yeah. completely like not was this done. was this almost in conjunction with the internet as well? Was oh, it? Yeah, was, like, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like it just, I don't know what it was. Yeah, I think there was. A, this sounds really like businessy, and I'd hate to break it down like this. There's a gap in the market, and you kind of put and we were there. And I always say this: like if it was another band mm. that had put an EP up in a similar genre that day instead of us, it could be them now. Yeah. But easy, they, but, it's they that but they yeah. didn't. Yeah, exactly. And it's not to say that our songs aren't good because I still believe like even some of our earlier stuff is great. Yeah, but like it's it was just like right place, right time. What what happens when uh, a real manager comes in? I don't know. It just gets not very real, but like it just gets very organised. <laughs> so does, like, does he do when you sit down with him? What are the things you're talking about? Is he talking out from a business point of view? Is what we're going to do? Is he going? This yeah. is what I think you should do. What happens? He's just like, like this is. He was really cool about it. He was just like this is walking off you. Yeah. And like this is what I can do for you. Worked with these before. Kind of, it didn't say it speaks for itself, but like yeah, yeah. we kind of knew that in our head. Like, look, this is my track stuff. record. This yeah, is what it's I do. Like, well, let's say that. go. Like, yeah, let's, yeah. let's let's let's. So then we didn't have anything to lose at the time. Like we don't have a manager. Like, yeah, yeah, cash. you would just yeah. What was what there was oh, really no different spots, are we? So then the gig starts selling out, and yeah. the, the buzz becomes sort of massive. Yeah. Um, and it really did explode. I think it's the only way to put it. So yeah. It sounds very trite, but it did. It just explode for you guys. Yeah. And then is there is there a moment where you go? I have to remove all the kind of previous life because this is what I'm doing now. No. Did Did you have that decision, or no. were you still kind of playing with what if this doesn't work out? I mean, I think you still. I don't know. I wouldn't say I still do that now because that's not true. It's not. Sure. I don't still think that now. But like, I've got a very uh, realist and anxious outlook on everything. Yeah. So it's all, if that's something. That's a thought that is always in the back of my head. Like, well, what happens tomorrow? What happens if this doesn't if it work? Still goes to pot. Yeah. Like, what happens if tomorrow someone just turns around and goes, "Don't do this anymore." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is fair enough. So I was like, "Well, we can't do it then." Mm. Like, there's no point. But it's just I don't know. I, I, for me, like I. I was one of the only two people that worked. Right. Like, had a job. Sure. So I had to be working yeah, yeah, yeah. to fund stuff. Yeah. So, like, if I wasn't in work, shifting warranties and shifting it w- all it that wouldn't, stuff. It like, wouldn't have got to... No, to, like, yeah. just doing that, it wouldn't have been like... that. Well, we wouldn't have done... We wouldn't have been able to talk because we couldn't have paid for the van. Yeah. Couldn't have hired the van. Yeah, just, just the semantics of it just wouldn't yeah. have happened. And like, I remember yeah. there was a day... I was just speaking to it about you about half an hour ago in here. Yeah. There was a day before one of our first tours where it's like... We don't have any money for the van. It's like I can't 
physically give any more money to do this. And I was like, right, well, I'd, at the time, I'd always been like, I'd, I'd, I like like action figures and collectibles. And yeah, stuff. yeah. You can't. Well, you'll see from the. Photo. We are. We are, well, I'll, I'll probably do a photo a little bit later on. But yeah. we are surrounded by uh, every sort of anime, yeah, video game, wrestling, yeah. uh, every sort of reference in here. It's the one. It's it's clearly Matt's other vice. We're yeah. talking about guitars as being one of us. Could be the other one. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Completely no, fine. Fine with me, like. <laughs> and then yeah, so it's it's. It's just it's just one of those things, but like yeah. at, at the time, like I was like, I've got this collection that I've had for a few years. Like, they're not worth that much. Whatever, I'll sell them. I'll sell okay. them, and I, I was like, I need the money quick, so I did a job lot, and I valued it in my head, and it's worth about five hundred quid for everything. Sold it for ninety five pound online. Shit, yeah. sold. What did you what What did you need money wise to get the van working? I think it was we needed two hundred quid. Shit. So I did ninety five, and then I had another toy which I am chasing to this day. <laughs> Mate, it drives me insane. It's from an anime called Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's uh, so there's a, a toy line called Kubrick, and they're yes. doing different sizes, hundred percent, four hundred percent, and like for promotional purposes, purposes they do a thousand percent, which is massive. Yeah. And I had the four hundred percent Ava Unit One. Right. And at the time, I bought it for eighty five quid. The day I got my student loan for the first time, I was like, I'm gonna. Have a naughty treat because I've never had this much money. In naughty treat, yeah. So I went and bought it. Yeah. Kept it on the shelf for years. Like, oh, this is sick. I really like love having this here and everything. So got yeah. it, like, and then didn't realize that how rare it was. Put it up on eBay for eighty five pound, oh. and it sold in seconds. I was like, all oh, right, that's quick. Yeah. It's not that it's it's expensive now. Very yeah. expensive, and it's also like rocking or shit. You can't <laughs> find it. Sure. Anyway. Yeah, because you know you're looking. Yeah, for and it, I sold yeah. it for eighty five quid, and that didn't actually quite cover the van, so I had to borrow some money from my mum and dad as well. Jesus. I had to borrow like twenty quid off them to pay for the van. Jesus. So yeah, that was fun. But yeah, that's that's like that was like, if I wasn't working at the time, it's like, I can't do it. And then it got to a point in work where it was like I can't ask everyone in work. To be fair, and let me have this time off all the time. Yeah, this is what I'm leading to now. Is yeah. that there had to be that leap of faith on yeah. a number of levels? It was know? before our first American. And tour. from someone, if you don't mind me saying, is 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 fairly considered and fairly like you know sort of at least sort of what are we going to do? You know, and then yeah. come up with the, the solutions. Yeah. That must have been a tough moment. Was was it a moment you in your mind, <laughs> or did it happen naturally? Did you go right? Listen, I can actually. I'm going to have to make that leap because that's going to be a. That's going to be a lot of things that people listening to it now are in bands who are playing regularly every couple of days and they do yeah. small tours. And so, well, we listen to this now and go, okay, well, how the hell did they go from that to that then? Because that's the biggest jump. The advice I would give for that, and I'll answer the question as well, is like, I, I think that you should work and maintain a stable job for as long as is physically possible, 100%. Right. Because I, I worked up until, I think, the beginning of 2014... Was the last the last like time I worked yeah. in um, in game? Yeah, and I ended me noticing. I was like, I was really sad because I was like, like as it's ups and downs. But I liked working. Yeah, you I enjoyed the, working there. And yeah. I love the people that work yeah. there as well. I still speak to like a lot of them. Like no, yeah, myself. So like, it's just and and it's just like weird. Like I was just like I like the routine. Like I like going in. I like seeing my mates. Hmm. And it can suck sometimes, just like any job. Yeah. Like I do enjoy doing it. Like I'm speaking passionately every day. About something, something that, that I enjoy. enjoy. Yeah. So it was a bit difficult, and it was like, but it was like leaving that passion behind for another one. And it got to the point where mm. it was like we had a full US tour book, which was five weeks long, back for two or three months, and then off out again for another six weeks. And it's like I cannot go into work. Yes. Yeah. Ask my manager to go. I need five months. Yeah. Off by the way, I need twelve weeks off. They'd yeah. be like, "Doors there, mate. Can't offer you." Yeah. Anything. One thing I will say is, at the time when I was working there, I think it was Nick. Was it? Who was the manager at the time? I'm not too sure. But yeah. 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 
always said that if you ever yeah, the doors always open. Yeah, the doors yeah, always yeah, open, yeah. which was like obviously like. So when 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 he when he sit when they, they sit down, the management team sit down. You go, we've booked you for a US tour. Yeah, it's just like. How'd your head stay on? Why? Very, that's a very mad thing. Yeah, it's just, just like, like oh why God. you do know what we sound like? Yeah, yeah. here we go. Then this is going to be an absolute disaster. Is that the first time you go to the states? No, we went early two thousand thirteen. Yeah. We found really cheap flights and a hotel for 250 quid each okay. for a week in Florida. Okay. We're like, fuck it, we're going all day. Why yeah. not? Oh, I remember you telling yeah. me this. And, yeah. and I was like, what about visas? And you were like, visas, visas be damned. You, yeah. Like, if we get caught, we get deported, whatever. Yeah, I'm glad we didn't because yeah. we wouldn't be sat in my house now. We'd be sat in my squat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then, you know, you, you, you did, that was like you kind of like a nice little... You were telling me about that, about playing, about playing sort of little festivals and shows we just that played. popped up everywhere. We just, like, we just played, like... We booked the holiday two days before we went. Somehow managed to speak to a promoter the day after. Yeah. He booked a house show and a show in a venue afterwards. Both sold out. Yeah. We're talking like 300 people at each. Yeah. This is our first of time. a band travelling over. Yeah. Probably they'd only bit bits of it, if yeah. anything. And that's another thing. It's like, how'd you break America? By accident. <laughs> like, it wasn't like... When Again, you... it comes back to the calculated things. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, we're going to be big in America. We just sat down and was like, it'd be cool if we go to America one day. And Let's do that did, thing. And we still can. It's like, all oh, right, well, we do okay here. So when you go over the second time, is this on a tour bus? Uh, no, bus? it's in a 15-seat passenger van. And oh, it sucks. So, you want, like, so, so for people that haven't been in these type of circumstances, they, uh, they'll call it like a splitter sometimes, or they'll have like a, a, a van you have basically... You're all on uh, on uh, in this little confined area now. Where is the tour bus? There's normally sections that you can go to, and you can hide from people to piss you off and go to sleep and whatever. On a on a, a, a minivan is essentially all it is. Yeah. You, you're all sitting. It's, it's very rarely there's tables there because too many of us with all the crew, and you'd sit there for sometimes. It's a long old journey around the states. It's like one place to the oh, other. Yeah, it's fucking hours. Can't like. sleep in it either. Like yeah. in a bus, that's another thing as well. It's like how long's the drive tonight? Oh, it's twelve hours. Go in bed then. Whereas this one, how long's the drive tonight? Twelve hours. It's like, Sitting well, yeah. this is going to be sick. <laughs> People don't realise, like no. you know, it's, and then you, you know, it's it sometimes if they haven't give you a day room to to get yourself a sort day of room. Yeah, well, sorry, <laughs> so some initiated day rooms are yeah. these wonderful things where if you haven't got a bus or you're doing maybe several festival dates or whatever, you'll book a room, mm. but for the day. So the reason being is you'd all go in shower, there, then. have a, a decent shit, a decent shower, and maybe get yourself shaved and all the rest of it, whatever, and get yourself up, up and running. Mm. You don't have that when you do this type of thing. Clueless. Really. Yeah, so you're smelling, so you, it's, it's, the, it's the time when you're going under each other's yeah. fucking uh, pain in the arses and right. your argument starts, and it's a really hard time. Yeah. And you're that, stuck. That was the first and last tour we ever did in the States in a 15-seat passenger van. Because yeah. it was just like... It's a righteous passage, but it's it a pain is, in the we, we did it like because we were like, we don't know how well we're going to do. And luckily, we did well. Like We did well on merch every yeah. night. We were selling all the shows. Like, I don't want to be misquoted here, but I think every show of that tour was sold out. Yeah, I'm sure someone, listen, I'm sure someone correct us can go fuck yourself if you're looking. But it, it, the fact that you're doing that, though, first time, realistically, yeah. first time, and I mean, was it full coast to coast? Is it yeah, like you know, all the majors? Full okay. Full thing. Started in Chicago, made our way west, came back east, and ended in the Midwest again. It was just like, well, this is going well, and then we just did so, it. So, uh, what, what, did, did they work? You know, did, how many days off are we looking at here? We're like one on, one days off. off. Or did we fuck? Yeah, days okay. So, off, so, if you think how many dates is that tour, roughly speaking? I've got the poster for it downstairs. Shit, we'll have to have a look. Okay. Yeah, I can't even How many think. days off with, is it, as a percentage? I couldn't even tell you. I don't even Not know if there were. Not many of them. I don't even know if there were. Because you were just, you were, you were right up no, before. No, I don't even know if there were days off. Shit. Full stop. Okay. 
So I when did think, when did when did the tour burn hit? Did it did, did you start going like we're like fuck? Not, is... not at any point on that tour. Wow. Not once because it was just like just the excitement was still there. Literally five dickheads in America just like what is going on? Like oh yeah, yeah. a Taco Bell. Oh, yeah yeah. There's a yellow taxi. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. This yeah. is sick. And you go to yeah. all these places that you'd never go otherwise. It's yeah. Like, right. Well, we're here at the venue at nine in the morning. We can't load in till one. Yeah. Just go and have a walk around, have a look around, yeah, and explore. Yeah. That's what we do. Did you at this point as well? Did it was there was there a crew? You must have had a sound guy. How much of a crew did you have? <laughs> <laughs> or was it the other band? We had our mate who we'd met in Australia. Okay. Driving us and TMing us, and he's still yeah. our TM now. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, a lot of our crew we've had since towards the beginning. Of did you? But do, when you did that first US tour, did you? You had your driving TM guy, but did you have a crew? Uh, no. text we had a, a mate who came with us who would set up the gear and wow, did you do a backline and, and that'll be about yeah, it, uh, it we didn't okay. have a banner we didn't have anything we just got on wow. and left so. so you come back from that and that's like a long time away mm-hmm. in, re- in, in real life so you come back and there's all these people that have um, got on with their lives in the, in, in, in the meantime yeah. what did you find how did you find coming off tour and coming going off. to yeah what was that like because the uh, first time you come off a long one it's a bit of a it's like Standing it's, off a moving train, yeah, it's like it's just what like, the fuck are we doing? There's no day sheets on you, <laughs> you know. No, where's catering as well? Yeah, like that. I don't know. I think it was just strange for me, just because it's like, like you say, like you miss things, and it's like, oh, like I should be here for that, or I should yeah, be here for this time person. to a certain degree. And it's just like in the time zone difference. That's the one that gets you all the time. Like it fucks like me so hard sometimes. Just yeah. like, just with, not like physically, just speaking to people and being yeah. remaining in touch, like. I am, as a person, very forgetful. Right. Hopeless. I've got, like, in this desk that we're sat near here, I've got books and books and books of just to-do lists. I'll do one every night before yeah. I get up in the morning. Because if I don't look at that, I'm not going to get gone. anything done. It's just gone. Yeah. Whoosh, yeah, see, yeah. Done. Yeah. So I have that. And it's just like, I don't know. So, like, when you're on a time zone difference and you've not got any crew, you're having to load in yourself and all this, and it's like... Obviously, that's 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 that you have to do it to start with. Like that's the way it works. If yeah. you're on a band coming up, like you have stuff. to put the graft in. You yeah. have to work it. Yeah. Luckily, and we're, we're, I don't want to use the word blessed. We're blessed, but <laughs> we're like we have the good fortune to have gained a lot of traction very quickly. And I don't, yes. and I don't think people understand that that is not for us being shy of any hard work. That is like. That is graft. That yeah, yeah, this, yeah. It you, well, one of the things that you know, maybe people don't understand who who get into the band for the first time or maybe don't know the, the history of it is we we talked for a whole section there about you working your ass off playing shit places and and and, and like you say, people yeah. don't realise that that's that's it. You know, yeah. you do, a lot of bands like they start with the big name if you know what I mean. But before that, there was this whole history of them fucking around the different bands before they finally clicked and got into yeah. that. Yeah. So did you, you come off tour? And then did you go elsewhere was it after the States or was it a bit of a break? Uh, I think it was States. We came home, did a Europe tour. Yeah. So to be honest, we weren't actually home for that long. So the, the, whole, yeah. the whole thing didn't really set in. Yeah. And then we did the whole tour and then we came back from the States and then we did Europe, did that, came home, did a few festivals in the UK. Mm. To be honest, for the first three, four years of the band, it was nonstop. So there wasn't any time to get like... Oh my god! Like I'm, I'm so disconnected with everyone at home. It's because like yeah. I wasn't home long enough for that you just to didn't happen. Have the time. It was just like bang, yeah, bang. Yeah, yeah. do this, do this, do this. You're down here for the day. Bang, come back. Like keep yeah. going and going and going. It's only we've only been afforded the luxury of choosing our own schedule as we've 
progressed as a band and got bigger. So then, so then we have the uh, we have the first song of the EP. Then we get into the album. Then the next album mm-hmm. was that recorded. Then did you kind of find that you could write on the road? Did you find you could sit there and noodle, or do you think you had to stop and go? Okay, we're going to record this album and do that. We've always just just demoed when we had spare time on our own. Yeah, it's just the way it when works. When you've enjoyed to do it rather than writing to order. Yeah, when you got yeah, yeah, it's just that like ideas come out. So, like, say if I'm in here now, I can crack my interface out. And I don't have it like set up. Yeah, because it's like I feel when I walk into the room, then it's like I should be doing that. Right. Like, I'll only, like that's a, that's an interesting thing I want to talk about. Is that you did, you know, it sounds like the the, the, the management company seems to be very very cool with it, you know. But did you when when did you ever feel like, oh still ever feel a pressure to kind of maybe go okay well listen it's been this long since this has happened we probably need to do this was Are there we, anything like that? Not from any external sources like label or management, right. nothing like that. It's More only it's only internal pressure okay. from ourselves because it's like obviously like it's a fickle business. Yeah, I hate to break it down to the business. It's yeah, like bloody wrestling well, podcast. It's, well, yeah, it's like talking but, about the business. But the truth, but the truth is, people yeah. people now to go through stuff very quickly. So it's you yeah. know it doesn't take long. If you uh, you know for example a podcast or a, or streamers, if they can do a stream every week or every two or three days. Gone. Forgotten, yeah. you know, we live in a very disposable sort of culture from that respect. So, you do, is it do, was that is that something internal then from you where you're like, okay, There's you know what, probably need to get back on this now? Yeah, but, like, I don't know, like, we have worked hard and constant for the past six years, so I think we're, we're just we're at the, the point now where we don't have to put as much pressure on ourselves. But obviously, like, that happens, especially when you do like an album, like your first album, and people are receptive to it. And second album is always the toughest one, right? Because it's like that will make or break a band. Like if you yeah. can, you can't be a one hit wonder. So we've had the EPs which are good, done the album which people liked, and we just needed the next album to just be like the one word we kept using when we were recording it. It's got to sound massive. Okay. Like it's got to it's be huge. Big, yeah. It's got to be like it's got to be us, but like the best of us. Did you? That makes sense. Did you go back to some of the stuff you listened earlier on? Or did you kind of no? I mean, in terms of like like Green Day and stuff. Oh, like that, did you go back yeah. to um, that again, or were you still listening to this? How did your musical like, sort of taste change? I, I think it just like because as as I got a bit older as well, I started like listening to heavier stuff, and I got like into a lot of like hardcore when I was like in college. I was like, oh yeah, this is sick. So a lot of like bands like Have Heart and stuff like that. Yeah, and I really liked them. Did you get on some of the bills with some of the people you admired? Um, in 2014 after we did Warped yeah we got an email last week of Warped yeah and they were like Blink 182 want you to open the show because that's the name that gets thrown around quite a lot from a sound point of view and yeah. obviously that you played with them point of view compliment I mean everyone yeah, else in the band yeah. well I say everyone else um, Sam and Ben their favourite bands when they were younger were Blink and I was more of a Green Day like person so. sure but yeah just but that's to, a massive endorsement and, and also it was the last venue show that Blink played as the original three piece sure yeah, the okay. we played the last show so technically we're an omen <laughs> <laughs> so, but so yeah. that's got to be that's got to be a trip yeah, yeah that was just it was just weird I remember getting off Warped Tour coming home being like right London next week you're playing with Blink we're like shit <laughs> got there we didn't play to we didn't play within ears at the time we just used monitors at the right. stage so fucking five scrappy knobheads turning up on stage being like playing Brixton sold out what are we doing here Shit. no click so couldn't keep the time that set was meant to be half an hour it must have been three minutes because Shit. the speed that we played like, those songs shitting ourselves like we don't want to take up any more time than we need to let's leave we were sound checking and then I turned right and was like oh that's just Mark Hoppus stood there He's just watching, there, just, watching. Us, just watching yeah just don't fuck up, like. Yeah. 
And then at the end of the night, um, we saw there was this person stood at the side of the stage the whole night, just like these three, like, um, it looked like a parent and two kids. Right. Like, what the hell are they? Why are they on stage? And then we got, uh, we were downstairs, like, that was cool, we didn't mess up, it sounded good. And then they were like, oh yeah, um, Travis Barker's kids watched your whole set, he wants you to come upstairs and meet him and them. And we were like, he's giving you the nod and that's more yeah, important then we went him, upstairs. Yeah. and then we came upstairs and this was something really weird for all of us and we even said like we walked in the room and as we were meeting and taking a photo Mark walked in and was like oh yeah the show tonight was good it's like oh they're human too they yeah, think the same they're thing just, they're just normal yeah, people like, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so it's 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 like they talk about the same things that we do yeah yeah, so, yeah it was just very odd that was like a big like oh Jesus Christ moment for us but yeah <laughs> I think I just think it's incredible I mean so I, lo- I looked at some of the, the, the stuff and you do the research to try and kind of look at like what the presence is, uh, you know, what, what people's views of you from a fame point of view. And I wanted to kind of just a little touch on that. Do you feel fame? No. Do you feel, do you know what I mean? No. And, and, and the, the, the sort of recruitments that that come with, you know what I mean? I, whenever, I don't know, like when I'm at home, I like to be left alone. And that's not in the sense like I'm, I, I don't consider myself by any extent yeah. I just think like alright well cool I'll do that when I'm away like yeah. that's me going away playing in the band that's sick and then when do, I'm do, home, do you get people you, you'll do signings but do you get people who'll pick you up and go you're so and so from whatever you know do, do, do you depends, get that depends on the environment not as much as like I'll tell you where I'm leading with this in a sec but do, do, do you get that sort of interaction with the fans because uh, you seem a very fan orientated band as well you seem like you know um seems to be a, a really nice connection with you and, and, and the fans yeah. from what I can see watching videos and live stuff you know but do you get that where someone goes hey you're Matt from, from Neck Deep blah blah blah, blah. yeah and like and when it does happen like it's just like yeah I do you, the I reason think... I ask I'll tell you what I'm leading with this the reason I ask is do any of them tell them that they play your stuff uh yeah and the, the weird thing is like going full circle on we're talking about like gear and all yeah. that stuff like I have like a signature guitar now, which is stupid. <laughs> the guy that like is you know, yeah, it's like no this... inclination to 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 be that bad. That's no. a signature guitar. Yeah. Your signature guitar is uh, it's a it's a Reverend by Reverend. They're based out of um, they're based out of Toledo, Ohio. Now they used to be from Detroit though. But I uh, I started playing them like two years ago just because our sound guy said these sound good. It will sound good out front. And I played it. I was like, oh yeah, this is sick. Like yeah, it's lovely. Played it, and then. I went and I messaged the wrong guy. At the, I didn't message the A&R guy. I messaged the bloody CEO. Okay. I was like, oh, God, right, we're fucked up here. And I emailed yeah. him, and he was like, yeah, cool. Wow. And I said to him, like, oh, I'm interested in getting these, playing this band, like, uh, we're coming through Ohio soon. Just wondered if I could come in, say hello. Maybe yeah. potentially get a few, buy a few guitars off you. Yeah. So I went in, and then he set up every guitar that I mentioned in the email, and the exact tuning that we were playing. There must have been, like, 12 of them in front of me. It's like, here you go, play through all them, you bring your amp in. And he just left me for an hour, and I was like, Crisis wow. like, and then my instant thinking was like oh my god I hope he doesn't hear me play because he's not going to he's find you out yeah he's not going <laughs> to sell me any of these so I played yeah. and then I was like sound bought two of them and then he gave me one for free so he, it was like you buy one you get one free so I got one for now <laughs> so I paid for one guitar and he gave me the other one for nothing yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I emailed him like a week later saying like these are the best guitars I've ever played live and that wasn't me like blowing smoke up his backside or anything. they are they, they are they're, well, yeah. sound, they're so good and I said, like, the only thing that's, like, annoying me about this one, and I'm just wondering if you could change it, ah, would love it in yellow. Give some notes, yeah. Would love it in yellow with, like, a tortoise shell pick guard. And the front two pickups, I'm not using, and I'm smacking me pick on them all the time. So can we I've got get no them... technique. Right. Can we get them chucked out? 
<laughs> and then just make us like, yeah, Can I just get one made like that. He goes, yeah, yeah, it's that sound. But if we're gonna make one, we may as well just do a proper signature. And wow. I was like, hmm, okay. Pardon. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, it's not gonna happen. And then he sent me through a, a mock-up of it, and I was like, oh, this is. A you thing. got to see the specs. Yeah, this yeah. is a thing that is happening. This is. Very, it's real now. Very, very strange. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it's the biggest con in the history of mankind. That so you've got. So there is a guitar. As you have, you, do you put your name on it? Uh, it, it has it on my signature on the back of the headstock okay. and a little uh, caricature of me dressed as a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of I, course. I, I, I somehow, from somewhere, earned the nickname Fret Wizard at some point, which is okay. an absolute joke because I couldn't. Maybe it's, I, maybe it's too I maybe think it's I, ironic, yeah, to be yeah. honest, yeah, which is quite funny, so I don't mind it, but yeah. Wow. It's probably so beard as did well. They, did they have like a run of them? Yeah, did 36 you? of them sold all of them. So there's, what I'm saying is that there's, there's 36 guitar players out yeah. there. Yeah, and there's also, this is what I was looping back to, was I've had it before where people have come up and go, I bought your guitar, I love it. And I'm like, you're wow. mental. Like, <laughs> okay. Like, oh, do no, do people have, I haven't looked, I should have. Do people have playthroughs of your songs playing your rhythm? Oh, loads. Loads Shit. online, yeah. Loads of them. Loads. Uh, Tabs uh, as well. Uh, like. Are they close? Are they pretty close to what you're playing? I'll be honest, I don't really look at them. Right. And I don't know why that is. I'm just like... I don't, I don't see what you'd get from it. seems uh, weird. You know? We did, we did start with... someone plays it better in a Yeah, that's comedy. exactly yeah. why. It's like, <laughs> you know, the other lot see this. Yeah. That's, that, that, that's what I can... <laughs> I look, it's a very yeah, ma- ass, matism yeah. to think that someone would be playing their song on YouTube, yeah. that the rest of the band would see that person, yeah. think that they were playing better, then sack him and yeah. re-employ this guy. That's that, yeah. madness. Yeah. Tuning strings now. I'm not playing yeah. that. No. <laughs> <laughs> but that's yeah. like you know it's, it's just a, a nice sort of it's not 360 because the journey's still continue we'll get into that in a sec but that must be pretty fucking cool that you've you know there's, there's yeah. 36 guitar players out there at least who go okay yeah I'm going to look at the, there must be a tab oh, book wait, for the, the neck deep yeah the, there must be I don't think they do them any, they don't do make they tab books anymore? anymore it's ultimate guitar isn't it guitar yeah. Yeah. What everyone but, uses. There, but I'm sure yeah, if, I click, if I kick in yeah. uh, you know uh, yeah. life's not out to get you and, and but I can get all, oh, of, them. all I can of them pull, I can yeah. do that can't I yeah. the thing is as well the best person that has bought my guitar and plays it all the time okay. is the guitarist in Hall and Oates who <laughs> plays my signature live that's amazing! Yeah, the guy from Reverend Ken. Yeah. Shout out Ken, he's sick. He sent me an email saying the fellow from Hall and Oates came in last week, picked out your guitar, he loves it. That's insane. So there's a photo in my email somewhere of him just shredding it live. That's and in insane. my head straight away I was thinking like, that's not made for you. That's made for people who can't play guitar. Put it down. Yeah. I don't want to wear any scales. That is nothing. I don't want to wear any there. solos. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, that's very very odd like wow and people are like oh why did you do the reverse headstock on it there's no logic behind it yeah. I was just like it's funny isn't it it's <laughs> literally the reason like, I love that though I love that the people hilarious. are going to sit there like guitarists are going to come to you Analyze and go it, so, so walk us through the dimensions oh, so the scale pick, of the neck so yeah. why is the pickup wow this way because it sounds good I <laughs> yeah. don't know but yeah. that surely that's the best way and, and I guess that you didn't go to the factory and watch it being made and through all the process you know and, and watch it being dipped and, and, and all the wood but you didn't watch Wait, anything I'll be honest with you they sent me the prototype. I was like, "Yeah, that sounds." Because that reminds me of Randy Rhodes, right? So Randy Rhodes, when he when he was doing it, uh, the, the work with Jack, listen, we've done all the notes after you. He was like invited to obviously choose the yeah. designs and all the rest of it. He wrote it on the back of a fag pack of it or whatever. Yeah. But when he was asked to go to the place, he was like, "No, no, no! I don't want to see how it's made. Yeah. I just want the finished article. I don't want to know the magic or whatever." Yeah, like, well, I mean, I, I, I mean, I just didn't see the point in it. It's yeah. just like, I never got. They never asked, and it was just like, I mean. 
Uh, the guitar they're making me is the exact one that they make already. Yeah. They're just taking two bits and the, be, and the pickup selector that, out. That makes it bespoke. I'm here to tell you. That yeah, makes literally it bespoke. Just get that out and get rid of that pickup thing to so keep yeah. banging it. And I don't use anything but, but the bridge pickup. This is what I'm. This is what I'm going from. From that is that then you are now an influencer in musical terms. You might not think, want, or know, but you are. Which I'm here is. to tell you that the thirty six guitar is probably more. Probably if I look now at some of the videos of your of someone playing, so I bet you it's in the thousands, maybe more. Millions, but I don't know. Yeah. But you're an influencer now, you know. Just a terrifying thought with yeah. my absolute <laughs> dog shit playing technique. That's one thing that whenever I ask, like, oh, so when you were younger, how did you pick up playing guitar? It's like I learned on my own. Go and get lessons. Is what yeah, I tell yeah. Like, <laughs> music theory yeah. is boring. Yeah. But you will be way better at playing your instrument from studying it. I didn't, and yeah. I'm not. I'm not dead old, but I'm getting on a little bit now, and. I'm beyond it now. Like I'll look yeah. at like a hard song, I'll be like, can't be fucking bothered with that. Like, Shit. Yeah, so that. now, now, what are you, what are you listening to now, and what kind of really excites you musically um, now? Oh, this sounds really, really bad, but I listen to a lot of soundtracks. Okay. Like, is it not going to No, soundtracks? but I've not said what soundtracks they are. Okay, they're okay. We're on the fence here so far. The Muppet soundtracks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did he have them like for like yeah. Muppets Christmas Carol and Muppets, shit? Uh, no, my favourite one's Muppet Treasure Island. Are they um, just instrumentals? Oh, they're, they're, kind of, they're uh, singing on this. Yeah, Hans Zimmer did all the songs for so it's them. So it's quality. So like, the music's really good, and that's like one of my favourite films of all time. So it's just like, <laughs> and then it's really bad because I'll be like getting showered after a show, and like there'll be people that we don't really know, like milling around the dressing room, just like friends of like yeah, other yeah, yeah. band members that don't really know me. And then I'll have fucking the Muppet Treasure Island soundtrack blasting in the shower, just like hey ho ho, just singing along <laughs> to it, like so bad. Yeah. Uh, but I listen to a lot of like soundtracks, and I don't know, like I, I, when I'm. In... Why is it because you just want to escape your bad yeah. guitar music, yeah. and you're like, I just don't want to listen it's to not, guitar. It's not that I don't or... like it. Yeah, and just when I'm at home, like I, I want to break. Just a bit more relaxing for me. Like yeah. I do a lot of like uh, drawing and design stuff, and I find that if I've got like really like heavy driven stuff on it doesn't help me focus very much so yeah sticking is it like when you before you go on as well oh yeah you... there's no pre-ritual before we go on like yeah do, do a few stretches that i but don't know in, in terms of like, like like what's on the ipad and or pardon what are you listening to are you there's a it... there's a band we did a tour with recently and we've been mates with them for like five years yeah called trophy eyes okay and they just released an album this year called the american dream and it is so so good it's like U2 and 30 Seconds to Mars if they okay. were cool <laughs> if they were sick if they were really really <laughs> good, really good yeah. yeah if they were like but it's like I don't know it's like they used to be like this melodic hardcore band from Australia yeah pretty like not scrappy like songs but like that, that was the, the feeling that they were mm. going for with the music and then they released an album in 2016 called Chemical Miracle which did that but it brought a bit more like epicness and like sounds, bigger. Sounds, sounded bigger yeah. sounded huge and then I was just like, bloody hell, this doesn't sound like them. The singing, the choruses are really like, they're like they've gone from being catchy to being like earworms, like they're yeah, digging yeah, yeah. in your ear for, for weeks. Yeah. And then they released this new album, beginning of this year, and fucking Jesus Christ, it's so fucking good. Really good. It's really, really back to back. Do you find you you find it easier to discover new music? I think what I end up listening to a lot of is just my friends' bands that we end up touring with. Okay. I think that's the best way because, like, it's good listening to it on record, but I like seeing how it translates live as well. And is that is that important for you? Then it's got it's got to work. It's not live. make or break, but like but if it's it works live, it makes me appreciate it a lot more. So and so, like, in terms of, like musical consumption, then now, do you how how is it consumed by you? Is it on Spotify? Do you do you buy vinyl? I've seen some vinyl. I'm uh, part of the problem, yeah. So it's like it's uh, it's it's like Spotify or like 
I, I use Google Play Music, which is exactly the same thing. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. I'm, I don't know. I don't know why I use that instead of Ease Spotify. Ease of use, I'd say. I'll tell you why I use yeah, it more because Muppet Treasure Island isn't on Spotify, <laughs> and with Google Play so Music, so you fucking self out Spotify. What the fuck? I know, but if you use Google Play Music, yeah, you can upload your own music that doesn't exist on it and access it anywhere from ah, your device. So, so it's, it's an ease of use thing. Yeah, it is, yeah, but yeah. it still has the options that like Spotify has with like current yeah. music as well. Yeah, but yeah, I do have a lot of vinyl downstairs. It's just. I'm, I just I'm, I'm like a bloody magpie like my mum said I've always had a problem with like buying stuff like I can't yeah. have one or something like if if I like something so say I'll go and see a, a movie yeah I'm sat here now looking at stuff yeah. from a film called Big Hero yeah, 6 yeah Big Hero 6 stuff when I saw it was like Toy Story next to me here yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like love it I was like right well I like it so now I have to have absolutely everything to do with it wow like physical wise so it was like if I like a band or I like Oh, I see. You you fall into the back catalogue. You just yeah. like getting so going. If, if I like it and I listen to it, it's like, right. oh, cool, I like that. I'll go buy the physical copy of it. And I'll always buy the vinyl. Right. Okay. Just because, I don't know. Like, I'd, I'd got into that like five years ago, just like buying like records and stuff. And so, you, so you use like the kind of like uh, the Spotify and Google Play and stuff, whatever. You use that as kind of a sampler. Yeah. And then, and then you go, okay, I really like them now. I'm going to just fall into the, the, the black hole of that yeah, back catalog. Go and buy everything that they've done. Right. So that's the bad thing. Like, and one no. of the things I often raise with, 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 with people who listen to music is if you get that music illegally, and we know it funds like all kinds of things, but if you then buy that album, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's a, you, you know. I mean, nowadays, it's honestly, it's not even like it's not even a moral standpoint anymore. Like buying music doesn't help the artist. Full stop. Yeah, we know. We know that from Spotify. Unless you yeah. are massive already, and in which case you don't need the support from the money that's coming in the from. first place. Yeah. So, it, as long as someone's listening to it, I don't care if they've downloaded it illegally or they're watching it on YouTube or whatever I don't care as long as they're listening to it it doesn't matter yeah couldn't give a shit honestly if you're listening to the songs sound that's, that's all good that because the, the point being is and I, I read the story about Iron Maiden looking at where they're most pirated in the world and then positioning their concerts to be there because they're like well okay fuck if you're going to if you're going to download it illegally from us we're going to play a show live one you can't download a live show and can't we'll, download we'll, a t-shirt yeah we? yeah exactly and we'll, we'll, we'll sell t-shirts specifically that show so they go to like you know uh, South America and they'll play it and the people go fucking nuts yeah. they'll play like you know 200,000 people and they'll, they'll fucking clear house on the truckloads yeah. of merch cleared yeah. and they'll do it that way is that is that kind of the thing then in order for a band to succeed do you, do you really do have to look at how people are consuming music is that a port, important part of a band now in order to properly so. move forward. I think it, it helps gauge it, but like you were just saying again, yeah. they'll sell the tickets, that's how they make money. They'll yeah. sell t-shirts. L- live more than ever now, which, yeah. I, you know what's probably a good thing that yeah, live's worth about, because yeah. if you shit. Because it got to a point where it was on a dip for a while, mm. and people weren't going to shows, but now it's like, right, well, I'll go. Yeah. And what you were saying about t-shirts is the, the, the most critical thing about anyone that's listening to this if you're in a band you have to do merchandise 100% yeah, you're shooting yourself in the foot like you're cutting off your main the quality of the artwork I've noticed from all of your releases and the stuff you do is really good yeah. it's really really strong it's got a really good look to it mm. really good, and it's very clear that you know that obviously that translates to next then you know, yeah. naturally and it's 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 the life but you know, most touring bands will make no money uh, when they go on tour even Talica or someone like that or a huge arena rock bands well, once they've cleared all the crew and cleared everybody else, there's only so much. The merch is where it's at. I read a great article the other day about people complaining about ticket prices for shows yeah. in arenas. And it's like, do you really think someone like Beyonce, who has 
20 backup dancers, a full live band, yeah. the most insane production. Eight, nine trucks of yeah, production. Couldn't like, afford yeah. to do anything less than what she's doing ticket-wise. She's yeah, doing yeah. it at the absolute... So people were yeah. People complain about Metallica were uh, playing uh, like the the Echo Arena is just the nearest bigger arena. I think that's yeah. what they were saying. And it was like hundred pound, hundred pound a ticket. Fine. And I was like, yeah, but it's Metallica. And also, you know, like, if you don't buy it, someone else is going. They're to. They're playing in the centre. The, the logistical nightmare and the amount of work that it's good. Like when Metallica yeah. tour, for example, they'll have a three set up thing where one will be getting set up. They'll be after one the plane on one day and then a pack down crew. Yeah. And it's like, do you realise these? This doesn't get put up overnight. These no. people are paid, and they're good. You, yeah. know, you know, and it's it's the it's, lighting engineers and stuff are a real high level. You and know, the money that they're making from it, nine times out of ten, it's probably just going back into the show anyway. Yeah, That's more what likely. We have to do, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's it's just. So, where where are we? Where where with Neck Deep now? Are we? Uh, are we? Are we at a touring cycle? Are we? Do we have cycles? Do, we know? have cycles. Uh, um, we're at the end of this one, of the Peace and the Panic, which was like the last album we did. Yes. Um, we're, we're nearing the end of it. We've got Australia beginning of December, and then Europe and a UK tour in January uh, into early February, and then we've got a couple of other bits that we can't remember. It's still fun. Oh, still yeah. enjoying it. Yeah. Because yeah. I saw the video of you being Slipknot. <laughs> and well, I thought that, yeah, I thought that's that's you know one one thing that I will say about our band is we have an idea sometimes about something and it goes from being like, Yeah, that'd be funny to being so ridiculously out of hand, so yeah. over the top within three minutes and then it's like it happens like download this year we played. Sure. But we out of every fucking band to clash with, we clash with Guns N' Roses. Oh shit. So Guns N' Roses and then us on the other stage. So we thought, Do you know what? Fuck it, who cares? So we did a, a Use Your Illusion t-shirt, which was just their artwork, fully, just I went on Google and ripped it off, did the neck deep piece in the paddock font underneath it, distressed it a bit. The best thing was they were selling the same shirt next to ours. Oh, that's so, amazing! And then we, our backdrop, <laughs> we, we basically pissed away any money that we had for a laugh on the thing, just because we wanted to make it worthwhile for the people that were missing Guns N' Roses. Yes, so we did our backdrop was the Guns N' Roses cross pistols rose thing and just oh, said neck deep okay, piece in the panic on it. And then we came out as our walk-on at music. It was Sweet Child of Mine we played on the recorder. That's amazing. Did anybody call you on it? Anything no, everyone's, everyone's just laughing. Because it's, like, it's like, if Axel Rose comes and has a go at me today, brilliant. mission accomplished. Yeah, brilliant. Very we've, funny. We've won. Yeah, yeah, yeah we've won. If I get him in a tizzy or a shite t-shirt, <laughs> that we're not going to sell hardly any of. That's and a fucking amazing. that backdrop. That's amazing. Let's go. Is it is it that humility and uh, that kind of like self-depreciating humour that's probably the reason that you still enjoy it? Yeah, and also you like, don't take it too. It's I mean, you take yes, you take it seriously as much as I'm turning up and doing a job. I want to do it well, but it, that's got to be so important. One, every tour I've done that's that's worked yeah. is because everybody has took the piss out of each other. And it's just and humble, it's, been, it? it's it's ridic- This whole thing's ridiculous, and we know it is. The one thing that I've always taken as great advice from my dad, going back to him, we were talking about him earlier, is he told me when I was younger, no one likes a knobhead, and I was like, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, fair. It's true. It's true. It doesn't matter how good you are at your job. If you're a knobhead, you're probably still not going to get that job because yeah. it's like, I'll take it's, the guy who's not as good. It's not even that. It's like, if someone's a tit, it's like, oh, don't fucking hang around with him. Yeah, or like, if like, he's walking months. around like he thinks he's fucking hot shit or, yeah, yeah, yeah. or they think they're not shit. It's just like, fucking get a grip. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. This is just a lie. This is ridiculous. Like, the, the look at what you're bloody ridiculous. doing. Like, yeah, yeah. What your art profession is on our side of things is, I get up around... On a day that we have to do stuff, I go up at about nine, I potter around for about four hours doing absolutely sod all, 
and then we do like a, an acoustic set before our normal set normally. Yeah. Do that, and then fuck off for a bit, go and get some food, and come back at about nine, do some monotonous stretching that I have to do because I fucking ache otherwise. <laughs> go and play a show, which is sick, always really fun, and then go to bed. It's like, I mean, that's it. It's that's fun. it. Don't take yourself too seriously. Who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a and huge I, part of it. Like, the thing for me is, I always think that, that, that again, like you were saying about the guitars, like that's me stood there. That's me watching us. Like that, but that was me for another band. It's like, and if I was to ever meet someone, I never really met anyone from bands when I was younger. But if I was to meet someone in my favorite band when I was younger and they were a twat, I'd be like, oh, fuck, I don't like them anymore. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just I don't know. And I think the fact that I've kept like the same friend group for in years like hmm. me and my girlfriend have been together for, for I think it's like I don't even know how long now for a long time I think like six years like, there's obviously been like rough times because being away from home so much that it's, happens it's, it's and a tough been, thing like, to do yeah. yeah it's not easy for either of us so there's been ups and downs and um, yeah I don't know like I think just not letting it get to me it's like helped a lot like hmm. like I come home and the instant grounding thing is Led my girlfriend to go, right, come on, we need to go get dinner. It's like, all right, yeah. we'll just go Aldi then. I <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, right, sound. We'll kind of wrap things up now because, like, Matt may be, and let's say, let's, let's, it's been on the tip of my tongue since I've been, we've been sitting down. Matt may be the most unassuming rock star. I think I, I've ever, ever I met. I wouldn't even you, say rock star. But you are. Yeah. You've got a signature guitar, yeah. you play to lots of people, you do festivals all over the world, and you make your money living by music. And yeah. you'll never, Matt will probably never wear that badge, no much, much as I try and put nah, it on. Nah. And that's probably the reason why he should, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but listen, well, we could go on. We haven't even started talking about music A proper. <laughs> uh, you know, we've got an entire Muppets back catalogue to discuss. Honestly, you know, yeah, got, I, mate, the vinyls are downstairs. I'll get them <laughs> Don't so we're, tempt me. We're going to go off and listen to like a ton of, uh, ton of I can't name one Muppet song. Oh, come I, on. I, I, Phenomenon. I have, one. Oh, the Muppet theme tune. Is that a song? Okay. Yeah, so yeah. Did, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. And, fair and, enough. And everything. Uh, I have not done my research. Moving right me. along. That is an absolute hit. An Alkaline <laughs> Trio covered it for a Muppets cover album for when it came out. I love the Muppets. I'm going to shut up. <laughs> no, no. You sh- because if there's someone out there that's like, we need a band to play on the on on the next Muppets. Mate, I would die. Dave Grohl's been doing. Do you know what my next thing for this room is? Okay. This, this office toy room. I want a full size replica of Kermit. Yes. But I looked online the other day and they I are absolute <laughs> money. I'm not paying that. But yeah, neck deep in the Muppets. I mean, didn't um, who else did the, the video with the Muppets? Weezer. Weezer, yeah. yeah. And they were on that same soundtrack doing a different song because every oh, shit. That's whatever. It's fine. Well, let's, put, let's put it out there in the world if yeah. it can happen. Brilliant. Yeah. Well. Mal West, thanks for sitting down. That was fun. No, that wasn't too bad. No, it was, it was all right. It was all right. So. So that was Matt West there from the band Neck Deep. There's uh, quite a quite a fun chat with him, most definitely. Um, as you'll have noticed, the quality of the sound recording at the beginning and the end may be a little bit better than obviously the sound quality of the actual interview. I'm trying to upgrade some of the gear now. That's what you you meant to do, aren't you? The more people kind of support you, the more you kind of improve what you're doing. So you'll should notice a, a bit of an improvement on the sound quality, not on the actual sound of my voice because there is no technological device uh, enabled to improve that in any way, shape, or form, or my opinion, which will probably not be able to be uh, smoothed in any way. 
If you've enjoyed that, please go back and listen to the other ones. The one I did with my friend Massey on the last podcast, podcast number 29, uh, was one of the best ones I think uh, we've ever done. It was really, really good. It was really a lot of fun. Also, check out the podcast that I was on, Motorhead Memories, which is part of the Top Hats and podcast, uh, Top Hats and Canes podcasts, Top Hats and Canes podcast that uh, did the guys do as well. That was uh, talking about Motorhead Lemmy for a good hour or so. That was hugely enjoyable as well. Please check out that. And as always, check out the Spoken Metal Show. Hopefully, it's give you something to listen to while you've been in work or while you've been on a journey or whatever. And all your feedback's really, really appreciated. So feel free to uh, like, share, comment, subscribe, and all that other good stuff. Thank you. Accept my conception Fuck you